Blog Talk Radio. I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the program. Um, If you're new to the program, welcome. I'm your host, Michelle Miche. Great to be here with all of you and, of course, those that are your regular listeners radiant soul lights that you are um, good to connect with all of you and hey in the chat thank you uh we're live so if you got um if you're not hearing me in the chat refresh and if you need to reboot that's kind of what's happening right now with everyone refreshing resetting rebooting right wow we got a great show today i've got a a couple great questions that came in i'm going to be diving into i'm going to get to callers and we also have a great guest coming up Robert Atkinson, he's the author of The Story of Our Time, From Duality to Interconnectedness to Oneness. Boy, does that explain what we're going through, right? So I'm really looking forward to connecting with him, and that will be at the second half of the program, so you really want to stick around for that. Um, If you are in the queue for a reading or you just want to share, you have a question or a interpretation question, However that I can help you or be of service or shed some light or just chit-chat, press 1 on your keypad, and the number is 347-539-5122. So if you're already in the queue and you do want to get on air, please press 1. You know, otherwise I don't usually pick up. Um, Sometimes I do, but a lot of times I pick up and someone's at work or in the middle of something and they're just listening. So, again, the number is 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122, and please press 1 on the keypad. I'll put it in the chat as well, um, 347, let's do that, so that you guys have it in there, in case you walk away, and then press 1 on, oh, camera, thank you so much, thank you. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. Hey, and hubby, hello. Welcome, Robert's in the chat. We've got some guests, Tamara, and lots of people listening in the phone lines, which is very, very cool. Yeah, so lots going on. Um, I also want to remind everyone, please, for email questions, we don't really check Facebook. Um, There's just too much stuff in there and too much spammy stuff to go through. So if you want to get a hold of me, that's awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. That's for guest suggestions, topic suggestions, email questions, and some people, oh my gosh, Yoshi just came in, my little dog, whom I love so much, everybody you know, if you see my me on Insta, et cetera, just came in with leaves everywhere through the back door. Oh, that's great. Well, spring is here, <laughs> and it's messy with leaves in the backyard. 
Um, so, yeah, that's the best way. Or info at soulplayground.life or Michelle with one L at soulplayground.life if you want to do personal work and journey. Also, please, yeah, connect with me on Insta. I've really been posting a lot. I'm starting to do my videos again, kind of the day in the life of when I get my little downloads. I did another one um, coming back from a recording. I've been doing some chants and singing with uh, electronica, EDM and house music and trance. Those of you that know, you know, I love my creativity. So um, starting my SoundCloud or going back to my SoundCloud, uh, I guess, profile channel, whatever you want to call it also. So, uh, yeah, so on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, really the Instagram and the Facebook, I really, and the Awakenings group. Oh, my God. I so love you all in the Awakenings group. Oh, my God. On Facebook. You guys, not only, it's not just what everybody posts, it's the heart there, it's the insight. It's like people are really growing and changing and sharing their thoughts, their art, their, their ups, their downs, their breakthroughs, their awakening, their awakenings, their gifts. You know, some of you are starting to do your own show or you're, you know, you know getting invited on other, you know, radio uh shows or pod people are really stepping in and I really invite all of you it's not culty or anything weird but we do need you need support you know I do too I have I get a lot of support um this is why I like I post a lot it's I feel I feel supported in my unfolding in my path and I want to share you know what I've learned what I what I'm receiving from the guides and the oversouls what I'm getting astrologically or numerologically you know also but I do feel that synergy, and that is that support. And, you know, I had somebody post the other day about trying to find their tribe. A lot of us are finding you have your little circle, hopefully, in real IRL. I mean, it's all real life, so, you know, let's say in person. But you're going to find, especially with the shift, and as we're more and more in the Aquarian age and when Pluto goes into Aquarius, that our, inter, our connecting, interconnecting, and it's part of spirit, it's part of the divine plan. Because we're so, if I don't feel it, taste it, touch it, it's not here. But as we go more into 5D, we're all have relating, interrelating on the astral plane and the dreamscape. We're coming to each other. So there's going to be a lot more connecting through the ethers or ethernet, internet, in, internet or internet, right? The internet is getting people used to connecting other dimensionally and through the ethers and trusting that more. This is why I do a lot of teleworkshops and we really focus on expanding our energy into the upper chakras or transpersonal chakras and connecting through the subtle energy. And we had, you know, we had, I think he came on twice that Dr. Maynard, the physicist, and he talked about this, I, I you know, I nearly fell off my, well, I wasn't on my chair. I was reading in bed when, you know, when guests send me materials a lot of time I read early in the morning or later at night, but his book, Brave New Mind, Living in the Living in a Future Science World. Yeah, uh, Maynard, I believe, Dr. Maynard. So he he has a whole chapter on the subtle energy, and he talked about it, you know, on the show. And this it's advanced meta- metaphysics, but it's something. But it's us. It's everybody. So eventually, you know, more of the population will understand this. 
But his in his chapter, he talks about how important that is, also emotional clearing. Now all these people, not him particularly, but I'm not going to name names, but a lot of people that are out there with these larger reaching books were by, doing a, an emotional bypass, not talking about clearing emotionally and how important emotions are and the emotional body and clearing and healing the wounding, individual wounding. So those of you that are already doing this, you know, you're, you're on the front lines. You've got to jump up, you know, and now it's about taking the action. <laughs> Feel the fear and do it anyway. It's about putting it to practice. Because in essence, we are creating a new species within ourselves and for generations to come. Let's just put it that way. So you need, you know, check out the awakenings uh, on Facebook. I don't know. You just put it. It's a public group. And share. I really, really um, not only invite but urge because part of the awakenings is everybody sharing their own gifts, Okay. I love talking. I love channeling. I love that I'm psychic sensible. I love doing what I'm doing. I will do it forever. I did it when I was a model and an actress. I've all, you know, so I love sharing and I, you know, people want to get advice from me and want help. I will always do that. I love it. And I hold that space and it's so fulfilling for me. And I also want you guys to start piping up too with your, <laughs> and you can start it in a safe group like Awakenings, you know, or, you can always share to the awakenings. The thing is why I started the awakenings group is because the pages, some of you are posting on awakenings with Michelle Mache, but it goes to the sidebar and no one really sees it. So if you post it in the awakenings group, people see it and they comment and it gets everybody thinking, you know, and I've learned some stuff. I've gone there and I'm, oh my God, I didn't think of that or good point or I'm working on this. So confirmation for me. So even when you're calling in, you know, or you're in the chat, share your insight. It, you know, just to be wrong or right, it doesn't matter. Just start speaking up, you know, sharing through your writing, through, you know, obviously living more authentically, but sharing what you're getting and venturing into your own inner knowing and having that con- connection. I would say to some degree, unless, unless people are really off path, which ha- can happen, um, some part of a reading should be a confirmation, you know, and you'll neither know it by how much you're resisting it, unless it's something you've heard over and over and it doesn't absolutely rep- apply. This is where becoming more emotionally healed or awake, aware, clear, clearing out the emotional helps because then you can really see things. But we're sharing or mirroring for each other and Again, the student becomes the teacher and the teacher becomes the student and the teacher and the student are one and the same. The student and the teacher are one and the same. We're always learning. There's always a next level. I had somebody, and thank you, you know who you are, uh, Jessica, <laughs> um, say they, they couldn't believe I responded. I respond to emails. I do. Um especially if they're positive and life-enhancing, even if it has a, a positive criticism of me or the show or something I'm doing or didn't do. If it's not egoic and wounded, you know, I will, I will respond. Um, but this is also, you guys, this is what we, part of our mirroring is we don't always see our gifts. Like I know I'm gifted and I'm helping people, but I don't know necessarily in what way. 
And this is why a lot of times in my next level or when I'm sharing my gifts or I'm going on meetings with, you know, TV execs and stuff, I will ask good friends or clients of mine, like, how have I helped you? What do I actually do? And I actually, over the years, kind of think it's a good thing now because I'm so in it. I'm so in the moment. I'm so present. And I'm always studying and training and learning. That's how my high vibes came about and liberate your life, releasing the core wounding and the core belief that's blocking you, limiting you, right? That all that comes out of not my own healing, but also my own research. So I'm always learning. Part of it is a, a lot of it why I'm getting advanced information is because of the oversouls and the guides that I'm working with. So, you know, I am, yes, I'm, I'm blessed in that, in that regard. But in my personal life, not the transfers, you know, like when I get into the, little, the ego part of me, the, the earthy part, that part has a, has a lot to learn. It knows a lot, but it has a lot to learn, and it's always learning and very eager to learn. So celebrate. See where you can reach out. I just invite you or suggest that you do that. Come, you know, come connect with me also on YouTube. I'm just really um, – you know, sharing a lot there as well. I, I shared a couple years ago on Awakenings that I was really going to be in a forward motion of getting out as much information, soul insights, information, updates, looking at the trends, what, it, what is happening um, as much as possible, not to give people a heads up, to prepare, but also to see how it affects you individually, what's happening collectively, as much as we can, and we're doing that for each other, I believe, in, in various ways. So find out where, where, how can you connect more and get that support. I really, because we're laying the groundwork, and I, by the way, I did talk about this on my uh, a video that I did uh, the other day. Also, oh yeah, my Blend LA uh, interview came out where I talk about spirituality in house music. And I dive into um, the chakras that are being affected in this kind of music, why it has a resurgence, um, the energetic meaning and properties uh, of it. And I touch on other forms of music as well and the frequency of it. So it's, and I talk a bit about, you know, back in the, my other heyday, back in the day, day. <laughs> Model and acting day day, jet setting around the world day day, um, but really, I mean, th that music came out of a connection for people to for self love and self acceptance, and to accept the weirdness oddity of people that felt disenfranchised and coming together. So, I was in a small part of that, um, but a very transforming uh, part of that as well. So. Uh, anyway, you might want to check that out. Anyway, so if you are on Facebook with me, if we're connected on Facebook, check out the video if you, you know, if you want some insights on this. But I do talk about how we're laying down a track of change for 20, a 20-year 20 um, resetting, rebooting, refreshing. And I was talking with someone last night that's, probably 20 years, maybe older than me. Um, so they've seen a lot and they're, they're very conscious, done a lot of inner work. 
And this is why I like to go sometimes to chronologically older teachers also because they've been around, you know, so I can kind of understand now, even when I had my gifts in my 20s, you know, my late teens, 20s, late 20s, early 30s. Yes, people listened, but and I had a lot of amazing downloads that came through, especially about the stock market and money and the the wall, the Berlin Wall going down. I predicted that. You know, I had a lot of – but I didn't really have a lot of training and studying at that time. It was minimal. And the life experience to be kicked around a lot, you know, a bit and know what it's like to have a few dark nights of the soul underneath and come out the other side. So, hey, props, blessings, sacred bow to our ancestors, our great teachers, those that have gone before us, come before us, and those that are around us, the, the, the wisdom keepers. Um, and the wisdom keeper within yourself, the sage within yourself that, that peeks out. It's our future self that we get to see every now and then. But what I hear is, you know, and you hear it astrologically, oh, we haven't had this kind of aspect or transit in 20 years, 50 years, 70 years, 100 years, 500 years, not in our lifetime, you know, or not in recorded time, okay? So we really are being, some of us it's pushed, nudged, ushered in, you know, herded in, quantum leap changes to connect more to the soul through the heart, be guided through the heart, the, the main centers, the gut, the heart, and the brain, but really bringing that instinctual awareness and the, the heart connecting and information from the heart so that we are living more from the soul because we are coming into the process where eventually the personality, which is personality is a outpicturing or physical manifestation of our soul, our physical body. But there's a space there with the egoic wounding because we have this whole idea, and that's, that's a whole other topic about separation, whether you call it separation from God or source. We call, call it the original separation. But now we're learning we weren't separated. We weren't cut off. We weren't thrown here to earth because of something we did wrong or bad karma or we got kicked out of a planet because we did something wrong and we got to get back and this and that. Those are all twists and turns, you know, of some archetypal energy that's a bit distorted because it's through that lens. I'll t- I've talked about that in other programs. I will denote a whole program, devote a whole program to that um, in the near near future. If somebody reminds me, email me that, I'll, I'll have Sadie, we'll put a show together. But just let's, let's suffice it to say that some of the uncertainty that we're all going through or being held back or delays or setbacks are this recalibrating of our vibrational frequency energetically so that we our energy is being requalified. The quality of energy is changing to be more embracive. And probably like our guest is going to be talking about, to recognize the interconnectedness. Most of us are starting, started last year to live more 5D, 5D relationships, hearing tones, ohms. We've talked about this, seeing angelic beings, light beings. You know, I was at a sound bath the other day. Uh, Grace Oon, I can't, she's on my uh, Instagram. Something guided me. There's a very special place in Venice. That the portal is there. I literally was 
she, they did a meditation. I've been doing a lot of deep healing work, doing a lot of yin yoga, a lot of deep meditation, clearing work. Anyway, I'm laying there, and it feels like one of those handheld, you know, uh, bowls on my stomach. And all of a sudden, I feel this, like, massaging and, like, moving stuff away from my stomach. But then I feel like the bowl go deeper. And I thought, oh, that's, you know, because I've done sound bath. You know, I've actually facilitated them and done meditations and a lot of group work. So, yes, we do hands-on stuff, but you don't stay that long with someone. You do a little touch here and there, a little adjustment, and then on you go. So I was thinking, God, that's kind of invasive. They're staying there a long time, right? (laughs) It was like three minutes or four minutes. I opened my eyes and nothing was there but light. So it was a light being. It was a galactic being. And then I saw Grace was at different parts of the room, almost like doing a Reiki, had her arms outstretched, doing like a pranic healing uh, movement with the energy. Very profound, you know, healing, uh, very deep uh, work. I mean, I felt I had some little kriyas. My body was moving. I mean, it was just amazing. And I just felt this expansion. And it's funny because at the beginning, my mind was flittering. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to have a good sound bath. I really want to relax. Well, it was far deeper. I was, you know, I was in process. So I thought, oh, should I mention anything? You know, I see dead people. You know, I see people that are not embodied, light beings, galactic beings, extraterrestrials. I think my first experience was, uh, I think, around 11. So I thought, oh, should I say something? And then all of a sudden, Grace, we're talking at the... Grace, Katie, and I, this other woman that was their participant, talked to a few people, then we're out to leave, then we're talking, and she says, gosh, there was a lot of galactic beings and light beings assisting us. And I went, oh, well, since you're on the same page as I am and you mentioned it, let me share what happened to me. And she shared that that's happened before, or people feel a lot of movement in their body or feeling lightly touched. And, you know, some people are afraid of it. And um, I loved it. I thought I opened to it. Then I thought, gosh, it's going on too long for a human being anyway. So expect more things like that, but you need to support it. And one of the ways we support is by doing our own inner work and connecting. If you're looking at the Eastern tradition and Hindi tradition, uh, Hindu satsang, sangha. Sangha is the community, the satsang or soul tribe. However that works for you, maybe you even want to have some own, your own groups or communities. But I do recommend you work with elders because there's a lot, a lot to learn, you know, by those that have been doing this a lot longer, you know, their downloads, if, if they've been doing their own work, are not only a lot clearer or more accurate, but they, they were coming through a finer groove, if you will. They're, they're broadcasting um, just by the virtue of what they've had to, you know, go through. So anyway, there's a lot of pairing like that right now. Now, I want to get to a quick question. Um, yeah, Tamara, wasn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Payne, the 20 years, are we entering them or nearing the completion? We're entering the 20 years. Entering, yes. What's, the, what's happening this year is setting the template. This is why, and I... See, this is what I like, why I love working with the guides and the oversouls and the spiritual hierarchy. It's like 
I don't necessarily know. I have glimpses of how I can set, tell you what's going to be happening. That's what I said. We're this year would be pivotal. I said this two years ago, and I said this all last year that this year would be major changes, and we would be responding more as soul beings to the higher self, less egoic. And what's more egoic or wounded, we would not. Especially, it depends where you are on the timeline and where you are in your transformation, and what your path is. But we're talking generally here. So this is how it looks, being held back or delays or uncertainty is because the, the ego was, is trying to figure things out. And that's not a bad thing or a wrong thing. That's just what it does. But we are to be more in that meditative state, just showing up and, and visualizing or envisioning more, connecting through the 5D, which is the, the etheric plane, and seeing what is in manifestation and therefore having faith or trusting in that and acting as if, like it is happening, as if it, I see the vision. It's very much like entrepreneurs are. I was talking to someone about this yesterday. I would imagine whoever like de- developed the bike, bicycle, or went from a regular cell phone to the smartphone. Okay, they ha- there's this vision, and they keep tuning into it. Einstein talked about this. Carl Jung talked about this. Many artists do this when they're working. You know. Uh, Rodin talked about this when the the sculpting it's not that I come to the clay to make it something the clay reveals what it is and see that's what we're all having to learn is like we're already whole perfect and complete that's why when people say your soul learning what no your soul is not learning (laughs) your soul is whole perfect and complete it's how much of that undiluted energy can you play out on this dimension that has different guidelines, rules, and experiences that causes a distortion. So we have learning lesson. The whole idea of learning is going to be a whole different way. Because even, you know, I did a blog post on envy and jealousy and how that really points to what you want to do. It's, your, it's, a, it's a distortion of the energy. So if we look at ourselves as energetic beings, right, it's either – a lot of there could be the Wi-Fi. We're Wi-Fi, so there could be distortion that instead of my desire coming out like, oh, I want to do this, but maybe we've had some experiences that dented our ego, that the third chakra dented that we fear, oh, I can't do this, so we look with comparison or jealousy or envy. Trust me, we're not jealous or envy of something that we can't do. I don't have any jealousy or envy of uh, the Olympic athletes that are like, I don't know, whatever, you know, or the trapeze artists, by the way. i like, wow, that's cool. I might want to do that. But I'm not like jealous or envious because it's, it's not really in my skill set and it's not in my interest. Or that, uh, you know, my brother, one of them used to do, um, I did 10Ks. He did uh, triathlons and iron. I wasn't jealous of that. It's a great gift, but I don't want to be training 50 hours a week. I don't want that kind of imbalance in my life. So look to where you're comparing yourself, judging, where the paralysis is, where there's fear or, excuse me, where there's envy well, there's, or a jealousy about something. It's showing you that your soul is pushing you in that direction or nudging you, your higher self, you really want to do it, but there's a distortion. The energy is distortion, so it's coming out squeezed. It's coming out in a limited or squeezed form 
of I can't, you know, it's like, it's like crinkled or cramped, right? And so whatever the game is, why we have this, then we have to clear emotionally. We have this because that's part of the game to get it back into that unity or that oneness. Now, really quickly, because I do want to get to callers. I see we have a lot of them up there. I don't get you. We'll get to you next week. Um, we have James, who I love, always has great insights and um, questions, as many of you do, who was asking the question uh, by email about to just go into the, the, the soul path What's the difference between the life path and the soul path? And that's a really, really good question. Um, Not everybody has a path of soul alignment or connecting more to their soul. Not everybody is to to be overtly focused on the spiritual. This is why the guides, when they guided me to have the show called Awakenings with Michelle Mache, it wasn't awakening. People awaken in different sectors, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, materially, or a combination thereof. It depends on your soul's journey. So some people, you know, there's more consciousness or there's a connection to a soul. Some people don't have a connection to a soul or, you know, they're just an animated being, life force energy animated, right? You can see this in animal beings. Some are very aware. Some are very, you know, they can, they can talk. They, can, they are very telepathic or they can signal you, you know, they're, they're trainable. They can signal you, oh, the ball is under the shelf. Go get it. So we have to recognize that everything has a higher or lower harmonic and something there in between, whether it's an astrological sign, an expression of being. Again, the higher harmonic of envy or, or jealousy, the higher harmonic, would be desire and inspiration. But if I am doubting my inspiration or I've been so wounded or there's some twist there, and maybe somebody is living that out, again, that has to do with their path. So the life, everybody has a life path. But at some point, for many people that awaken to a certain level, or some people come in with an awareness of the soul, they're already connected to their soul, to their higher self. They have a divine direct connection to source. They're aware that they're this special or unique being. They're aware of a soul, you know, or they get the download early. Some people move from that life path to the soul path where now they're not, the difference too is life path, people are doing things more by societal training, rules passed down, you know, human rules passed down, like kind of the rule book, the, the manual. They're just making a life. It's just about living. But when you connect to the soul, you get into the purpose, the, the soul purpose. You get into what am, what are, your own sense of self, your own sense of creativity and self-expression and connecting more from that. Now, most people that are on a soul path will have some form of spirit or spirituality, some form of esoteric knowledge or insight or will awaken to that, will receive that, will receive that initiation. And it is a higher frequency energy or more expansion in consciousness to be able to open to receive the soul and connect more to the soul blueprint or what we call soul signature frequency. Um, Let's see. And hubby is saying, I'm new to the path, meditating a few years. He's in the chat. 
been listening to the show almost a year and just started seeing angel numbers 10, 11, 11, 11, 11, 111, and 555 last month, and it's happening more and more throughout the day. It's been amazing. Wow, wonderful. Well, 10, that's a new one. 10 and 10, 10, that means big changes. Um, on my blog, soulplayground.life, I do, I have a blog post on 11, 11, 111, 111, 11, 11, and 12, 12 which is the synthesizing. A lot of people are seeing 333, 444, and 555. Again, the 555 is big changes, connecting more to your creativity, your self-expression. 444, you're being guided by the angelic realm, however you want to term that or believe. And 333 is also a guiding, and it is opening you up more to the frequency of a higher dimensional love. It's also a form of completion, when you see that 333. 11, 11, and 111 are what we call galactic numbers. It's more about heart resonance. It's it's upgrading your energy. The angel numbers are a lot about support, usually on the angelic realm. It's usually supporting us through difficult times. The 11, 11, or 111 are, I call it like energetic chiropractic adjustments, you know, there are an updating or up-leveling of energy or upgrading, and it's also usually a confirmation. All of them are confirmations about your path or being helped or being supported or look at the magic and the mystery, read the signs, follow the synchronicities. Especially 1111 and 111 denote that you are on the right path unfolding, okay, and to be aware of the signs that are guiding you to your next level, to your next level of unfolding. All right. I hope that shed some light. Thank you, James. Um, Jessica, who's connected with uh, by email, and anybody else that um, sent in information. Also, have a lot of butterflies visiting me recently, always in pairs. Woof, woof, right? Transformation, but it's also about partnering. It's partnering with your higher self. And partnering with others, whether it's the divine counterpart, personal relations, romantic relationship, collaboration. But butterflies are transformation and also creativity. Okay, let's get to uh, hello. Welcome to the program. You're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle. Hello. Hi. Hello. Who is it? Hi. Um, my name is Simone. Hi, Simone. What's your question? Um. So... First, I just wanted to say thank you because I think your show is amazing. Um, a few months ago, I never knew about any of this stuff, not anything that I was thinking of, and I started listening to a bunch of your um, podcasts, and I, the information is just amazing. So thank you. Thank you for saying that, and welcome. And this is how it happens. Thanks. See, people sometimes not even thinking about this kind of stuff, and then boom, all of a sudden it's like in your awareness, and I got to find the information, right. got to go to the podcast, read the book. Right. So welcome on board. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So, um, yeah, a few months ago, um, I want to say about eight months ago, everything kind of changed for me um, physically, mentally, emotionally, like everything just kind of felt like it fell apart. Um, and I am just at a loss as mm. to still like what's going on and, you know, what's happening. And I 
have some kind of idea at times, but I'm still like, it's like I'm still searching for something. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean? It, a lot has fallen apart is what you're saying like, like in, um, in your life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like physically, just, you know, physical signs and symptoms that I experience, um, uh, emotional stuff, um, mm-hmm. my finances, like like just a lot of yeah. changes. Yeah, so part of what it is, and this always, you know, ever since I've consciously been on a path and teaching, I've seen this, and a lot falls away, and a lot of times a lot falls away in the financial because as lovely human beings, and I've done this myself, we, go, we have these openings, these breakthroughs, and we need to go to our next level. We need to find out what that is, and there is some uncertainty. But then if the finance are cushy enough, whatever that means, it's different levels for different people, different expression, we kind of slow down or stop, and it's mm. part of byproduct. So one of the things that happens on the path a lot of times as we're changing, and, and when this happens, and by the way, I do have um, on my blog, soulplayground.life, there is a whole post of signs and symptoms of awakening and being upgraded. And so you might want to take a look at that because I talk about drinking more water, foods, different things that you can do and what it means. But mm-hmm. suffice it to say, it means you've shifted enough that what was isn't fitting enough anymore. There's not enough resonance. There's too much non-coherence or dissonance. You know, there's a disconnect. And so sometimes those people in situations are brought back in a different way. But for a time period, you may feel like you're out of touch or isolated or mm-hmm. certain people are leaving or the finance. Now, it gets because it's getting you the ultimate is ultimately, I can share 5,000% with you and everyone, the ultimate is to get us for more soul expression. But we have two parts of the inner psyche, the, the um, ego part. And apparently what I have learned, when we get to a certain, and we, it probably will happen more in our, all of our lifetime to some degree. I don't know completely, but I've been guided to say to, to enough degree that it's very pronounced. We really won't need, the, because the soul will subsume the personality. When we feel safer, we're more telepathic, more psychic, we're trusting that, more faith, more interconnectedness, feeling that oneness. We're actually not going to have the function of the ego. Because the ego, it's, it keeps the status quo going, it keeps us safe, but it's directly connected to kind of the Wild West limbic part of us and the medulla and bogata. so it's connected to our it's, we needed it. It's into the instinctual brain that mm-hmm. feared that feared the other, whether it was a caveman or looking and going, oh, I see someone that doesn't look like me or from a, yeah, scary, you know, throw the rock, throw the arrow, whatever. So, or that big animal is going to get me. So as we're changing how we live and we're downloading more of the soul and it's fusing with the personality, we're going to be trusting more. Okay, so you're in that process of, of like baby steps, like, okay, let go of the little, you know, training wheels or the walker, you know, move out from the side of the pool and feel what that unknown, the, the swirling and the oneness is like. So you want to work on trust, faith, belief, but not just like, like, oh, I trust everything now. But finding those spiritual tools that ground you, the self-care, the nurturing, getting the insights, the information, 
and finding the, the doctrine, the discipline that works for you that trust. Mm-hmm. So this is a time to ask for those signs. So as you're venturing more and more into the unknown, you're getting the message and then there's a sign. Oh my God, I'm on the right track or I got this confirmation or I was wondering what to do and this person showed up. Trust and faith in, in a sense is a, it's, it's not only a belief in what we, it, it's, we call it the unknown, but it's simply what we can't see with our ego eyes. Many times mm-hmm. we feel it, but we don't trust. We don't, we don't like, it's like, oh, can that really happen to me? That, you know, I, I work with people on all levels and especially very, you know, after people in the TV film and this and that, they've all said, I kind of knew my breakthrough, but I couldn't believe it. You know, I felt something whether it's a big company or they get a big role or, you know, they go from making hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars, they all say, or they get married or, or get to find the one. I kind of knew I was going to meet somebody. I kind of felt it. So we're all learning to trust that I kind of felt it energy. Mm-hmm. While we go around with our everyday living, while we do what we need to do, but we give more credence to that and we, we support that part of us. Maybe it's through journaling, maybe, it's developing our own intuition and making that stronger. So that's mm-hmm. where I'm guessing that you are right now, Simone. Um, you, it's part of the awakening, you know, and you're kind of, at this point, you're kind of thrown in it, and it does feel very uh, disorientating. But the one mm-hmm. thing that will help you is your spiritual connection, is your spiritual practice, is using the tools, okay, that anchor you, ground you, into your sense of self, into spirit, however that means to you, source energy, God, your higher self, that part that navigates. Does that, does that help? Mm-hmm. It does. It does. I, I guess um, it's just been, you know, quite a few months, so I'm at the point where I'm just, like, not sure where to go, what to do. Oh, it can last a long time. I'm just coming um, out of a two-year cycle of it. Yeah, no, it can last a, lo- a while. <laughs> Wow. I should say a year. Yeah, no, no. It's um, no. People think no, 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 no. It, it's it's you know, baby is nine months, ten months, ten months for the delivery. Mm-hmm. It's slow yeah. moving, but if if you can get into um, that this is a lifestyle, and how can I support this? And I'm learning something new. That will help you. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. go, oh, I had this away. Oh, it's two months, two, three months. No, it lasts a while. I'm just coming out of it, and I can tell you on this side, it's amazing. There's, there's so much trust and growth. There's more abundance. It all comes back. It all comes back. Okay. Know? I, and I've had, see, that's what I'm saying, talking to people that have been through. I, I went through this when I was, I was at the top of my career modeling and acting, and I was also doing healing work and psychic readings. I mean, I had it all. The relation, I had everything. I mean, you just look, this cushy bank account, traveling here and there. I could take a month off, two months. Then everything started dwindling, and that's when the guides came through to me. And I'm like, hey, you know, even the jobs, my agents were like, oh, you're, you're on this do not use list. Like 13 of my clients got the message from advertising. You've used, not just me, other models and actors. You've used them too much. But then mm-hmm. I started the channeling. And then I went to England, and I started retraining, and I worked, and my gifts really opened. I, but I, ha, I had enough money; I was able to take two years off. 
And when I came back, everything was handed back to me. The clients, everything was there. The, I, my TV show, I got, I got that back for a short period of time. Um, so you will get it back and in better, but some mm-hmm. stuff does fall by the, does fall by the wayside. I'm not going to lie. And you have to learn to how to go with it and get, again, get the support while you're traveling these steps on your path. Okay. All right, Simone, keep connected and keep us posted. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Spend a little extra time because a lot of people are going through that. Hello and welcome to the program. You're on air. Hello. Hey, Michelle, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? Oh, perfect. It's Allie. Um, hi, Allie. Perfect. Welcome. Hi. How's, hi. Hi. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a little bit since I've called in. Um, It's funny with the last caller. I feel like I have um, a similar story. Um, I feel like I've gotten my ass just handed to me in the last few months um, in ways that I never, which I think a lot of people have. Like everyone I talk to is kind of in the same spot. Exactly. Do you have earth and water? Like things are happening to me. Yeah. uh, Yes. Yes, and Definitely, I just, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's yeah. usually just like, I'm sorry, excuse me, what? Like, what is, like, yeah, yeah exactly. Ask, like, yeah. I don't know how else like, to, I don't know how else to What's tip. going on? Yeah, and the more like, you things try. things that I never been, thought. Yeah. Yeah. The more you sorry, try ahead, and take control. Say? Well, no, I was going to say, you're right, and the more you people try to take control and push, it's like getting your car stuck in the mud. The more you put the gas on, the more the mud or sand flaps up. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's been exhausting. Yes. yes. It's exhausting. Yes. And Hubby is putting in the chat, this process has been exhausting. Lots of rest is needed. Yes. Because yeah. we're working on the emotional body, energy and motion, and also we're working a lot in the 5D astral plane and etheric plane. Yeah. So you guys, you're still working when you're sleeping. So, Allie, what's your question? Yeah, well, my question is, like, how – yeah, thank you. And (laughs) my question is, like, um, not only, like, it's pretty – I guess it's kind of multifaceted, but basically, like, um, I'm going through a ton of health things, um, which I know, like, Mm -hmm. I know there's, like, an ultimate purpose to it, but it's to the point where I'm, like, not functional – and I've seen all these different mm-hmm. practitioners and had a lot of things happen with that. Um, and I'm wondering, A, if I'm going down the right path with that. And, B, like, I don't have the money to just take a couple months off. You know, like, how yeah. do we balance? Yeah. Like, I can barely pay my bills, and now I'm barely able to work. And, like, I've been in this big state of abundance, so I didn't even realize how much I was making until it was taken away. And I know mm-hmm. I'm not letting myself drop into this horrible, deep depression, but I also know, like, I don't know. I'm just wondering how to balance all of that or what you're seeing going forward and how I, I just feel this deep desire to take two months and go to the woods and, and, and take care of myself, but I can't do that in reality right now. Okay. So, so what you first of all, your abundance is st- still there. It's just taking a different form, and one part is shadowed mm-hmm. a bit. And so, what you want to do is go to the woods where you're at now in your house or apartment, the best way that you can, and keep open to that support of the people that are helping you. So, right now, I do feel you are going to be doing the bare minimum. 
for for a bit and the health and the healing. But I do feel for you, it is a lot about. Can I? What is? What sign are you, by the way? Because I asked about earth and water. What is? Um, what is your sun sign? Yeah, or I'm. Ge- I'm like. I'm sun is Gemini. I'm the May 25th, so I'm right on the cusp of Taurus and um, Gemini. Oh, the Taurus, but I have okay. a lot more Gemini okay. qualities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's that Taurus, and I have been finding the mental aspect of Gemini. So I would say look for some kind of. But the guides are telling me don't jump in or out of something. Don't. I would say okay. May June, some type of improvement and stabilization. Sometimes, yeah. um, and Tam was putting in the chat, lots of extreme self-care. Yeah, sometimes um, the health thing, especially depending if people have something aspected in the sixth house or aspected, you know, there's just different aspects. But I feel with you, it is, it's, it is unfortunate. It is a lot about the slowing down and reevaluating and, it's really weird. I'm mm-hmm. hearing you're being re- there's a recalibration happening, requalifying, but you're going to be recalculating how you do, what you do, and how you strategize. And for you, it is going to be yeah. working differently and living differently. So, but right now you don't have the energy to go. What I would say right now for you is just dream about it or journal yeah. how, how, where, and how you would like to live once the health gets better. Okay. But I know part okay. of you wants to do it now. That's part of you're being stopped from yeah. doing it, you know. But that doesn't mean you're not yeah. going to be able to do it. It's just right now, it's like how can I do the bare minimum? And believe yeah. me, I got a similar message. Like the guys are like, don't worry about this. Just focus <laughs> on this. And I'm like, right? And I'm like, what? But things have been okay, <laughs> even sometimes more than okay. So I get you. I feel you. You're in that Taurus energy because I'm feeling I could be by house placement. I know you say Gemini, but I do feel there's this yes. earthy energy about you. Yeah. So your mm-hmm. your your foundation is being disrupted, and part of the disruption yeah. is in the is in the physical body. But I do see it getting better. Okay, I do see it getting better and turning mm-hmm. around. You got to bring that yeah. forest to your house. Okay. Can you do that? Do some self-care retreating yeah open it okay yeah that's Good. what i've been that's what i've been doing yeah. i just want to make sure that the that the money will somehow be there which i know it will and um yeah it will yeah it just gets okay yeah and it's it just, just yeah gonna, and i know it, be, it is see you've got a lot of um if i look astral it's a lot of third house and leap so there's going to be a lot with communication lifestyle how you live your environment changing, and opening up to partnerships so you don't have to do it all on your own. Yeah. You feel alone. Yeah. So yeah. That's, why, that's why you're having to open up to okay. the support. So nurture. Okay. I feel yeah. also things like astragalus, the tincture, faux tea, the Chinese medicine okay. to build back the immune system, to build, to, um, build back your energy. Mm-hmm. It's going to come back around. You just have to take the time right now for this healing. Okay, okay thank Allie. you. Um, yeah, and I feel like that was that was my big question is like, okay, do I just move home? Do I do something, you know, really intense? And so to know, like, but I don't feel like that's no. what I need to do. Like, I need no, to wait it out. No. So. Wait okay. it out. 
Perfect. Let people come to you. you. Be in your little cozy little sanctuary. Let your friends or people that you feel do what you can, and spirit will do the rest. Spirit will do the open up to that spiritual healing energy. Your healing guides. No, don't do anything jumping in or out. Yeah. All right, sweetie. Big hug. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time. Thank you, everyone. Love you. Bye. You're welcome. Love you. Bye bye. Okay. Hello and welcome. You're on air. Welcome to Awakenings. Hi, Michelle. It's Mitchie. <laughs> Who is it? Mitchie. Who is Mitchie? Mitchie, yeah, we've spoken before. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, I had a question for you about finances. Um, right now, my husband isn't working, and I have a business in mind. It's it's a business I can do on the side with my job, and um, I've meditated on it, and it just says use your gift. And I'm wondering how I can use it. I, I mean, I have to buy products for it first. It's and stuff okay. I really believe in. Um, and you know, I can't buy the products now uh, for lack of money. Yeah. So said, yeah. How do I make this business work for our family while using my gifts? And making money soon. <laughs> yeah, you've got a little bit of a, you know, it might be three or four months off. You know, it could be May. There could be some stuff in May, but but three to four months off, you're going to have to put to set aside some not only money, but I feel time. You're you're feeling stretched, maybe it's <laughs> exhausted, stretched time wise. So you know, for a lot of people that you calling it, you know, we we're still have some, the retrograded planets, um, well, Mer- Mercury, well, direct tomorrow, but the shadow yes. period, we have some planets that are moving direct. Some of this stuff I feel end of April, more, even May, June on is going to be figuring itself out. What I feel is that a lot of people, and including you, Richie, you've had some good ideas. You're like, oh, I can do this. It's like we're the little you know, horses or the little, what is it, the bull, the bunking bronco, by the gate. (laughs) And then the gate opens a little, but it's it's not open yet. So I do feel you're going to be able to use your gifts. There might be a slight change as to how you do it. It's almost like, do we go in the front door or the side door? But right now I feel like it's, okay. So right, right now I feel it's like more about resources, financial resources, just having a little bit of breathing room, even if it's only a couple hundred dollars or something, and time. It's not just money. It's the timing is off, and you don't really have the time or the energy. So the thing is, uh, I'm developing my gift a lot for, like, I'm reading people, and it's coming, it's going well. (laughs) And I'm doing this. I'm I'm not charging people or anything, but that part is developing well, and then, the other business I think would align really well with, with that because I'm helping people kind of find no, their uh, emotional uh, healing. There it is. There it what? is. There's the restriction where I said, yeah, it's not going to be like you think. Leave oh. the, the other business. It's not time for that right now. See, you're trying to get, I do this too. You're trying to get snappy. You're trying to get whippy. You're trying to get like, <laughs> okay, I can do this. I, oh, I got the people, so let's break. No. Get the exchange, the financial exchange, or whatever it is, apples or oranges, cakes, ba- you, I help you, you help, whatever the exchange is, build from that. Use your gifts and get the exchange from that. The other business is not to later. 
That's the side. That's the spirit. That, that your ego likes that. Spirit wants you using yes. your gift individually, not the product right now. You may or may not so, use the product. I don't. Okay, so you mean so you as make people pay for my readings? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's, okay, because that's I thought, the direct oh, conduit. Okay. The other. The other stuff is interesting. You know, spirit is fine and dandy, but but it's a timing issue about product. That's why I said it's the side door. You're trying to make it the front door. So just be with your gifts, help the people. See, that's the key. It's going well. Wherever the when we are on the right track, you know, and we've done our inner work, you know, we've been worked on, massaged, everything's lining up. Then there's this synergy that happens. This, oh, people are coming to me. They like my reading. They like what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, hey, everybody, I've been doing this for a little bit. This is uh, what I'm, my exchange fee. This is what I'm charging. This is, okay, that's where you're at. The other, you'll figure that out later, but that, it's not right now. Thank you. And by the way, I just quickly want to say to that first caller, I felt, her energy so much and I felt like um, I just wanted to mm-hmm. tell her to hang hang in there because I, I feel like she needs to be wrapped in love right now during this process Like, but yeah. it's a good process it's a breakdown breakthrough moment for her and it's going to be amazing on the other mm-hmm. side she's got to hang in there that's all that's, that's what I thought mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful message Richie yeah. that's what I'm saying we need each other that's why there's this program yeah. that's why there's other programs mm-hmm. similar to this books online connect in and then you may feel more of a resonance with someone and you have a spirit buddy that you can bounce off of and mirror and help each other. But we, we don't do this alone. We don't do this in a vacuum. I don't care what people perceive people to be, you know, that's like a very, you know, there's no ivory tower that I know. There's a lighthouse. Well, there's a lighthouse. (laughs) Right now, right now you're one. You're you're a lighthouse. You and and uh, my mentor right now. Yeah. You're my lighthouse. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. But just remember, the lighthouse has a lot of stairs up and down. There's a lighthouse keeper. There's waves crashing. It gets windy. It gets hot. So even if somebody's in the lighthouse, they still are going through their own little weather. You know, <laughs> their own awakening. All right, thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. You're welcome. You take care. Wonderful callers. Okay. So it is time for our second half of the program. You don't want to miss this. We've got a great awakening dialogue um, with Bob Atkinson. Um, If you did not get your question answered and you wanted a reading, I will be here next Wednesday, same time, um, also on YouTube. And um, I'll devote more time. But we just had, I had, again, when I have a lot of email questions come in, I'd like to get those done. So we have with us for this awakening dialogue, we have with us today Robert Atkinson, or Bob Atkinson, author, educator, and development psychologist. He's published nine books, including the 2017 Nautilus Book Award winner, The Story of Our Time, From Duality to Interconnectedness to Oneness, A Mystic Journey. Um, Wow, amazing. I really look forward to connecting with him. Um, those of you that are listening and you want to check him out, you can go to robertatkinson.net, and that's Robert, A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N. I always like to give uh, the website because people do like to check people out. Hello, Bob. Welcome to the program. Hi, Michelle. Great to be with you. Hey. 
Wonderful. I love, um, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. (laughs) Good, 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 good. So um, I really want to dive into what you're, the work you're doing in the book, but I also would like to, uh, for our listeners and for myself, get some personal information of how you embarked on your path, maybe your first awakening and what awakened you to this part of your path to focus on particularly this book, the story of time from duality to interconnectedness to oneness, which to me is just so much a chronicle of where we're at and where we're going. Yeah, there's uh, definitely a lot to get to with that, but if you want to want the uh, prelude to, to uh, yeah, how that book please. came about for me, <laughs> uh, it's a good place to start. I mean, you know, we can't, I, I don't think anybody could, write a book or even attempt to write a book like that out of the blue without having some preparation for that. So mine, mine came kind of early, mm. actually started when I was about nine years old, way, way mm-hmm. before I even knew what was going on when my grandmother came to live with us for part of the year. And I was just so fascinated by her, her commitment to her spiritual life. You know, I, I was able to observe her every day mm. reading from the Bible in the upper room and there was something something inside my nine-year-old mind or heart that wanted to know more about what I couldn't grasp and, and what, what gave her such a sense of devotion. And that kind of stuck with me through the years and finally eventually came out when I was in college and decided to major in philosophy. So that was the, uh, mm. the beginning of my sort of more conscious journey when I uh, – uh, did choose to to major in philosophy, and that led me to the study of the world's religions and mythology and the whole works. And but that, um, and then after college was when I really was able to uh, ha- uh, have a foundation for what later, what much later became the story of our time. And that was um, when I started living the experiences that ha- that are now my memoir, uh, which is actually mm-hmm. the 50th anniversary edition of that memoir, A Year of Living Deeply, the memoir of 1969. That's coming out next week. And um, oh, that, just, wow. that, really co- that really covers all of I mean, it, it, that in itself, that memoir is a story of awakening, a story of love, a story of transformation, framed by the marker events of that year, you know, like the moonwalk, attending Woodstock, yes. Sailing on the maiden voyage of the of the Clearwater, so all of those and, and living in the woods in a, in a cabin in the woods and being a guest in a Franciscan monastery, all those kinds of things were a gradual awakening and, and transformation for me in my in my mid twenties that um, grew from there to become the, the uh, story of our time that came out uh, two years ago. Mm. Wow, and so let's because I really feel I feel that you know what you're sharing, and you you say you started living this way, so you started seeing the interplay of duality and our interconnectedness and our oneness. Can you elucidate on that a bit? Yeah, well, I mean, it's always uh, a question of where to begin with that, but um, because we we come from a realm of oneness where we're created 
in the realm and from the, the realm of oneness. And we spend nine months gestating in the womb and come into this, this realm of duality. So we're, we're immediately, I mean, it doesn't take effect immediately, but, we're, but gradually as we become you know, aware of the world we are born into, we become more aware of the dualities that exist all around us all the time. No matter what it is, right. there's so many pairs of pairs of opposites that we. Uh, but then, then there's a whole process of life. You know, as a developmental psychologist, I I see it in terms of the stages of mm. development. So so we go from from birth to infancy to childhood when when the world is becoming even more a bigger part of our lives and. And adolescence is a time when we're just really trying out and struggling and begin to experience more conflict because of those dualities and the multiple identities mm-hmm. that we begin to take on. And we wonder which one of those identities is really me. Uh, you know, we, we eventually get to that point of wondering who, who, is, who is the real me? What, what, what am I? And exactly. what do I consist of? And, and we go through that for a while and, and eventually we may, uh, it was interesting listening to uh, your callers. They, uh, one of the most common archetypes that we all have the opportunity to live out in our own lives is, is the archetype of the call to adventure. And when we, and, and, that, and that's what my memoir is about too. That, that was my call, call uh, to adventure. And w- when we enter into that unknown realm, we, we discover some things that we weren't aware of before, like there, there is always guidance, something guiding us along the way through that unknown realm mm-hmm. and guiding us to where we need to be and leading us to the people we need to meet at a certain time and place. And there's all those um, guiding forces that are part of our journey into the unknown realm. And that, that's all part of bringing us to a, to a, an awareness of the, of a greater consciousness that we can uh, tap into and tune into. Uh, another psychologist, Carl Jung, would call that whole process um, the archetypes coming to the surface and and moving out of our unconscious to our to our conscious level of awareness and all of that. And so, and so the the call to adventure uh, really symbolizes uh, the uh, the unfolding of destiny. The, uh, mm-hmm. the beginning of the fulfillment of our potential, and and uh, just as you were, you and your callers were talking about before, it's a matter of really remembering, being aware of that there are always uh, guiding forces uh, there to help us along the way, and to, and and we have to at the same time really be open to that to that to the uh, spirit that is there to guide us. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a mm-hmm. whole part of the process, and we. When we get there to that point, that's that's really like right in the midst of the uh, transformation process, and we come out the other the other side uh, with a greater awareness of the of the of the the indivisibility of creation, the oneness of creation, which helps us begin to not only become aware of a consciousness of oneness, but to begin to live with that. Consciousness of oneness. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's in a in a nutshell the kind of the process that um, I'm describing in the in the book, the story of our time, and and how that happens both 
individually and collectively. So the story mm-hmm. of our time is more about the collective story that we're living and that, you know, we're in that collectively we go through the same, the same stages as well. So we're, we're kind mm-hmm. of in adolescence as a, as a uh, species and we're struggling, you know, muddling our way through adolescence, trying to emerge into our maturity when that, when that transformation will be complete. But right now it feels like we're in such a difficult time when everything, when all those polarities and dualities are at their, at their strongest. Uh, but this is when we have to keep, keep the uh, perspective of the big picture of it all and uh, kind of step back and remember that we're all part of that flow and, and it's a process that's unfolding the way it's meant to. And we're all part of it, both individually and collectively. God, we got a couple of good questions. I had a comment, but I'm going to, I'm going to put it to the side. Uh, we got a couple good questions um, in the chat from Tamara. How does this look living in oneness? And then are there specific things you can see or sense about a person who is doing that or doing this? How does that look yeah. living in oneness and other specific things? Yeah, pretty powerful. Okay. That, that's a great question, yeah. Um, and that's something we want to, uh, first of all, be able to experience ourselves and to become familiar with it, comfortable with it, so that we can uh, even more so that we can maintain that perspective. But um I mean, you know, it's one of those things that's really almost impossible to describe, but it's at the same time, it's something that you know it when you see it. So if you're okay, if you have if you happen to meet someone who, who, um, I mean, there could be there could be a number of ways of of detecting that, and and one might be you get this if you're talking with someone and you get the sense that. They're really not only looking at you, but looking into your soul. That's, I mean, that's mm-hmm. such a hard thing to, to know what mm-hmm. that is. But, but if you experience it, you probably will know what that's like. And so when someone, um, when you feel that you've met someone who not only sees you and knows you and gets you, but knows what's going on in your soul, that's a, there's a good chance that, that they're looking at you through what I would think of as through the eye of oneness. And that, that's a practice that we can get ourselves, um, uh, you know, we can become used to that as a practice. I have a, on my website, I have the oneness pledge, which says, in all my thoughts and actions, I pledge to look on all things with the eye of oneness. And, and when you do mm. that, um, you don't see the individual as a physical being or whatever color their skin may be or any of those other things that do tend to create the dualities that we would live by otherwise. When we look through the eye of oneness, those all don't matter. And that's how we'll be able to see their soul. And, and when we do that, we recognize that they are just like ourselves and everyone else are a a creature of the creator. You know, we're all related literally in that way, that we all come from the same creator. 
So when we when we see with the when we look with the eye of oneness, see all things with the eye of oneness. That's kind of what happens. That that's the uh, the result of that. Seeing seeing people for who they really are as the as an eternal soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is something special with it. You can you can feel it. You feel seen, heard, acknowledged beyond foibles and wounding and whatever you have or don't have, you know, whatever you have a lot of right. or not. A, yeah, there is this kind of uh, piercing that. Now, Bob, there seems to be, you know, this template, you know, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say the blueprint is the soul, the map is within, but there's something, I don't know what I want to say outside, you know, of course, you know, Jung um, talked about it and uh, so eloquently, um, J- Joseph Campbell, this journey, this archetypal journey, this passage within the inner psyche of connecting to something that is more, you hear the call, I call it the soul call, you hear this call, something happens, it moves us into that seeker mode. Do you, do you see that? Well, first of all, it's, it happens individually. I've I sense we're seeing it more collectively. It's probably already been always been there, but everything is so highlighted now. Is that just a part right. of life? Is that the existence? I mean, is that because it seems like it's a very you know the steps are pretty clear. You know, I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty and unknown around it and how it manifests, but there is this template, I guess. Yeah, that definitely is, and, and that's a good uh, good way to uh, to get a, a, a deeper understanding of, of why it's there, what it's for, and everything. Because uh, so we could use the term template or blueprint or pattern. Um, I okay. use all those terms in the book to refer to the same thing. But basically, that's what the call to adventure becomes. It, it's the first step in a process that leads to the unfolding and the fulfillment of that blueprint. So mm-hmm. in, 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 in ritual, it's, it's known by, and, but in, in all of the contexts that that happens in and that we can identify it in, it's always a three-part process. So in, in ritual, mm-hmm. it, it would be known as uh, separation, initiation, and return. And in, in mm. myth, it might be known as uh, birth, death, and rebirth, or, or, um, uh, th- but, th- and the way that I've used it in this in this book too is is a, a way of understanding those three parts in a way that might be a little more, re- you know, more relatable to us personally. Mm-hmm. And so that that so I, I like to use the the three-part process, thinking of it as beginning, muddle, and resolution. Mm, and a, a I like muddle, that, resolution. A, a muddle yeah, it's is muddling. when things get <laughs> difficult, you know, when, when, uh-huh. we, when things get um, out of focus and difficult and challenging. You know, we all know what that's like. But the, but the, mm-hmm. perp- the whole point of this three-part pattern or blueprint is that all you have to have all three together. You don't. You never have one by itself. And and we, we so we tend to get uh, pulled in or even lost 
within the muddle portion or the crisis or the conflict, whatever right. it might be that's going in in our lives. And, and, we, and when we do that, we lose sight of where that is designed to lead us, which is the resolution. And, and so that, so all three together create the pattern, which is the hmm. pattern of transformation. And so all three parts are necessary to complete the process of transformation in our lives, individually, as well as collectively. And that, that's the way it's happening mm-hmm. now. Uh, you know, we're, we're in a collective muddle, and we may be yeah. in one of those in our lives, too. <laughs> but, right. but the, the important thing, model. that's for sure. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. But the, so, so the true. important thing to remember about that is is the knowledge of it can help us not only understand it but get through it. Because if we're mm-hmm. in the muddle and we remember, and if we can remember at that time, especially that that's there to lead us to a resolution and mm-hmm. to bring about our transformation. The muddle becomes <laughs> may become a little, uh, you know, a little less um, powerful or, or difficult for us. So, so uh, maintaining that awareness and that consciousness of the pattern as a whole is such an important way to to live it and get through it at the same time. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the the um, out of. Uh, chaos comes creativity and confusion comes new order. So there is this flex and flow, which is why I feel people like books like yours. um, I mean, I don't know any other way. I mean, obviously talking to people helps, you know, programs like this, but I do feel people need, you know, by their bedside, the journal, the book, the books, you know, the whatever (laughs) you you need your, like, like Carl Jung, you say this time you need all your wits about you. Um, you, you know, you you need to have the roadmap. You need to know that, oh, I'm not, you know, losing my mind or this is a part of it, this crumbling or the muddle is, is part. And I'm trying to, you know, something is being resolved. How can I support this process or be a part of it? Right. So, yeah, I, I think it's so important, um, even more so now, because I feel that there's more people that are, it get you know I've been doing this a while, and even the questions that people are asking more people are consciously or just get, being for the higher self or inner psychic being thrown in the process where they're just like boom, and now they're like, oh, I gotta find oh what's happening to me in my life you know so i I don't know if you've noticed that is if that's a transcendent thing if that's where we're at as a you know on the earth as a species. But there does seem to be more people being thrown into this um, that didn't, you know, didn't go to philosophy school for philosophy. Didn't want, you know, they didn't want to become spiritual, and all of a sudden, boom, you're awake now, you you know. And they're like, hey, what the heck's happening to me? Well, that's that's so right, and and that's exactly the um, the way it happens when we're in the midst of a collective. Transformation of consciousness. Ah, yeah. that's what. Okay, so it's because no, it of the happens, collective then. Right, it happens individually, but it also is happening collectively at the same time. And more and more people are, as you said, are being 
pulled into it in one way or another because mm-hmm. the whole process of the collective transformation of consciousness needs to complete itself as well. So it's also, I mean, it's so important to be aware of that, of that pattern and the dynamic uh, that it, that it okay. functions by, as well as having some awareness of, of, the, uh, of reality itself. So if we understand that our true nature as, as human beings consists of a divinely endowed consciousness with the capacity to see beyond the seen and to understand beyond the understood, we begin to realize that there's a that you know we're all part of a, a huge um, teleological thing that's going on here. You know, there's a purpose to everything, and so we're mm-hmm. we're human beings with a mind capable of reflective thinking, and we're also spiritual beings with a soul reflective of the Creator. And as our consciousness mm-hmm. expands through our individual initiative to independently investigate reality, we transcend our own seeming limits and are led closer and closer to our potentials of understanding reality. So there's much more to the familiar phrase that's found in every sacred tradition, seek and you shall find, than than we know. Because when we do that, you know, seriously, legitimately, when we do that, we find that the goal of our search is the boundless consciousness that unites us with all beings and with all of creation yeah. and with divinity itself. Wow, so that's, our that's spirit, the, our divinity. That's the, that's the directional purpose of the whole pattern and the, and the purpose of transformation itself is to bring us to that uh, an awareness of that boundless consciousness that unites us with all beings. Mm. And I have found, and if you can talk about this a bit, you know, in that stage, duality, interconnectedness, and oneness, I, I have found when I'm in that muddle, and I'm in a little muddle to resolution right now. I'm in, I'm, in, I'm stretching into the resolution. I've been feeling the resolution, but I'm like, okay, just, you know, just chill, just go with it. Uh, but I am finding in the in the consciousness of oneness, and I know that savoring spirit and being in that oneness, I feel less fear. There's less fear. There's more mm. guidance, and less and less fear about you know doing it on your own or your lo- or how are you doing this. But I feel like it's the it's 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 the oneness with spirit, God, the universe, all that is. But it's also the oneness with each other where you just feel like people are there for you and you're there for them. So is that part of the process? Are we, are, is that where we're moving to? Is that, as you know it from this duality, interconnectedness to oneness, I guess what's the outpicturing of that? You know, I'm seeing a small yeah. piece of it. I'm just wondering your thoughts on it. Yeah. Well, that, that's a really important part too because it is a process that leads us in many cases, it leads us out of fear and into fearlessness because of the perspective that we gain from that uh, uh, by, by living with a consciousness of oneness. There's no separation right. between anything around us. And, and that, that's because that's really where 
we realize that all separation is an is an illusion, and that mm-hmm. and that uh, the opposite alternative to that is that all things are one, are in harmony, are united, are interconnected, and and as we get to that side of the continuum, being able to recognize that all things are part of that greater oneness, that just eliminates any fear we might have had before because all of the fear that we do carry with us is because of the dualities that we are are interacting with all the time. And from that consciousness of oneness perspective, we step out of that uh, realm of duality and have nothing left that's in opposition to something else. Mm. Mm-hmm. And and so that you know we kind of we kind of get to the place where where the Buddha was when he said all things originate from one essence, develop according to one law, and are destined to one aim. So that's the uh, that's the outcome or the result of living with a consciousness of oneness. We know that there is one law guiding everything, one aim that we're all destined for, and this is where all of the world's religions and sacred traditions agree that they've all spoken about a time to come of of peace on earth, uh, and that's because mm-hmm. that time is is not only um, promised by all of the world's religions, sacred traditions. It's a time that is inevitable as well because yeah. we, we don't, we, we can't. Um, the thing that's the thing that's not known, though, is when or how soon that will actually come into being. We can be assured mm-hmm. that that it is a, not only a promise, but that it's a, it's inevitable. And that and the um, the inevitable part is uh, is dependent on the actions that we take now. You know, we've, we every every era in history has had the tools, the spiritual tools and principles to live with, to, to live in harmony with and by. And if we, ha- if we apply those, we could do the same thing today because we've got the spiritual tools and principles for a time in which the world is becoming a global community. There are principles and tools out there to, to bring that about. It's just a matter of, of um, whether we want that to happen or not and how hard we uh, you know, work towards that, how, how we um, live our lives and whether we serve the, um, the purpose of love and unity. Uh, so so the, uh, the, con- the consequences of inaction today are far greater than they ever were before. But, but we've got the, uh, the tools and the principles to live by to be able to bring that, bring that uh, promise of world peace and harmony into being right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're doing it. I mean, you can see seeds of it anyway, I think, than ever before. And with the technology and ways of infusing consciousness. Now, one of the things, Bob, I wanted to ask you, so what that place, we understand duality, but the interconnectedness to oneness, what does that 
we've got a question in the chat. What does that look? Can you give us an example of that, or how does one shift from interconnectedness to that oneness? Well, yeah, that's an interesting one because they're they're so close and interconnected yeah, themselves exactly. that that it's uh, mm-hmm. almost a little dif- a little uh, difficult to uh, distinguish between them sometimes. But but um, I the way I tend to look at it is that interconnectedness is is an, uh, maybe more of an awareness that thing that all things are interconnected. And then, mm-hmm. then we can shift and, and move from from that awareness to to living in mm-hmm. the consciousness of oneness. So it's a matter of shifting from awareness to living as though and, and um, as not as if, but um, living as uh, all things are one. And so, and one of the things mm-hmm. I have in, in my book is in, a, uh, in the appendix, I have a long meditation called Living into Consciousness of Oneness. And that's, that's a problem mm. that, can be a, that can be a long lifetime process for many of us, or it could be a, become a, a shorter um, process depending on how, how focused we are on that. But, it's, um, but, but, the, but the oneness part, is really more about, um, as I mentioned before, looking up, looking on all things with the eye of oneness, and seeing all things as one, which means living with that understanding. So it's, so it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a it's a subtle shift from an awareness of the interconnectedness of all things to living, actually living in that reality that that all things are one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a subtle distinction, but pretty profound. As you're explaining it, that action of li- of knowing it or being aware, but actually living it, that that's pretty profound. That uh, everyone try that for a week or two or a month, you know, put yourself on a right. little program, right, for that. Well, that that's what that living and oneness meditation is for: is to make it a regular practice, ah, as well as okay. the uh, the oneness like pledge. Thank you. So we've got thank yous in the chat. Um, yes, thank you, um, Bob, for being here. You have an open invite to come back. Um, love what you're doing. Love the book. I love what you're sharing. I, I just feel it's just poignant at this time. I mean, it's, it's a really um, crucial tool um, at this time for people. So thank you for taking the time to be on the program. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Michelle. I appreciate being with you. Thank you. All right, that was Bob Atkinson. Uh, His book is The Story of Our Time, From Duality to Interconnectedness to Oneness, um, where all books are sold. You can also go to robertatkinson.net, and that's Robert, A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N dot net. Um, profound insights and information. You know, it's good to have these tools. It's really good to have these um, maps, you know. Need maps on the journey. All right, everyone, always great to connect with all of you. What a great program. Thank you, everyone that emailed questions in, um, as well as those of you that uh, called in and uh, shared a bit of your story by asking questions of 
always thank you in the chat for holding the energy, grounding the energy, anchoring the energy, as well as your insights and wisdom. And for anything, uh, for Awakenings guest suggestions, topic suggestions, email questions, please email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows are available on iTunes. For continued awakening conversation and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook and visit the shelf blog at soulinsightsforspiritledliving.com. That's soulinsights, the number four, spiritledliving.com. Keep awake. shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.